2: Hello friend, welcome back to Adrenaline Realms Thriller Channel. I am as always your host Neil Helligers, and this is episode 3 of Greetings from Sultan Sea. Have at it.
1: Welcome back aboard, folks. Take your seats now so we can get moving. By the side, isn't it? All those bones. Hope y'all got some good pictures.
3: Maybe even a souvenir or two. Hi. What? I said hi.
4: Hi.
3: Is this seat taken?
4: No. Do you want to sit down?
3: Uh, <laughs> before the trolley starts moving again, yes. Otherwise, I'll end up ass over tea kettle, as they say.
4: <laughs> oh, here. Let me move this.
3: You brown bagging it? What? Is that your lunch?
4: No. God, No. No.
1: We can believe it, folks. Salton Sea was once called Salton State, an ancient dried lakebed sitting smack in the middle of the desert valley. Then sometime in the 19th century, some clever land speculators discovered the soil wasn't so much barren sand as fine-grained and fertile. What they do about it? Nothing short of diverting water from the mighty Colorado River by digging a series of irrigation canals. Violas. A hundred thousand acres of dry desert became verdant farmland practically overnight. But then everything changed after torrential rains in 1905 caused the Colorado River to swell and overflow its banks. The irrigation canals flooded. When the Colorado River resumed its natural path to the Sea of Cortez, what was left behind was a massive lake that covered more than 400 square miles of land and sported 116 miles of shoreline salt and stink, and become salt and sea. Thank you, folks. Now we're coming up on our next stop, so you may exit the trolley and line up the freeze booth with your complimentary shaved ice cone. There are also snacks for sale if you're feeling a mite peckish. Please remain seated until we come to complete stop, and watch your step.
3: I'm Jill.
4: Okay, Jill. Kellen.
3: I have a confession.
4: Confession to what?
3: I recognized you.
4: I don't think I know you.
3: You're Kellen Rucker. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I I read your article at Medium on the ICE detention facilities. It was great. Your follow-up on that Honduras family who was separated? Well, it was brilliant. So, I started following you on Twitter. I hope that doesn't sound weird.
4: A lot of people follow me on Twitter. So? So?
3: Your avatar is your picture. That's how I recognized you. Are you here doing an article on Salton Sea? No. Ah, fellow tourist. I'm on my way to Palm Springs to visit some friends for the weekend. I left LA early, you know, traffic, And I always wanted to see this place, so here I am. This tour is tacky, but then so is the town. It all fits, doesn't it? Actually, I'm enjoying myself. That's good. You have plans after the tour? Plans? Are you staying nearby? Maybe we could get a drink?
4: Oh. Um, I don't drink.
3: <laughs> uh, temperance is one of the seven cardinal virtues.
4: <laughs> I knew that.
3: But intemperance is not one of the seven deadly sins. Don't you find that curious? You'd think virtues and sins wouldn't reflect the opposite of each other, but they don't. Not all, anyway. Some do. Lust, for example, has chastity as its virtuous polar opposite. So is chastity another of your virtues, Kellen Rucker?
4: Then what happened, Kellen? I don't remember. I'm missing a chunk of time.
5: Like when your brother disappeared? No,
4: not the same at all.
5: I wasn't a blackout alcoholic when I was 12. So you took Jill up on her offer to get a drink, even though you were ten years sober? It had been one of those days, Doc. One of them days.
4: I told you everything I remember. That's not
5: entirely true, is it? You calling me a liar, Doc? Well, fuck you. Deep breaths. Count to ten. We're only having a conversation. I'm not labeling you or judging you, Kellen. One. Two. Three. Four. Better? Do you know what the symptoms of hyperthermia are? Hypothermia? Like when you're lost in a blizzard? No. Hyperthermia is the opposite, commonly called heat stroke. No, but I guess you're about to tell me. Elevated body temperature, fast pulse, skin that is hot to the touch. Okay. Also nausea, dizziness, confusion. Yeah, so? Those appear to be the symptoms you exhibited while you were out on Bone Beach. You feeding
4: me a diminished capacity defense, Doc? will bless you and the horse you rode in on.
5: Heatstroke is a medical emergency. What? You think I was taken to the hospital after I got off the tourist trolley? Other than heatstroke, there is no reason you should have no memory of what occurred immediately afterward. If your retelling is accurate, you had yet to have a drink. Confusion isn't memory loss. No, but hyperthermic confusion can create a dissociative fugue state. Fugue? Uh, Fugue is Latin for flight. As in fight or flight? In a way, yes. Dissociative fugue is one of a group of conditions commonly called dissociative disorders. You mean a mental illness? You think I'm batshit crazy. I think it's possible that external environmental conditions caused a physiological response that temporarily mimicked dissociative fugue. Symptoms would include breakdowns of memory, conscious awareness, perception, even identity. You tossing me another form of diminished capacity? You
4: are the gift that keeps on giving, Doc. (laughs) So I don't remember because I was suffering from heatstroke, not because I drank myself into oblivion. There's no reason,
5: it can't be both. Dun dun dun, he'll be here all week, folks. A A fugue is not amnesia, nor is it a traumatic brain injury. Memories aren't lost, though they may be difficult to recover. You think what? That my memory is repressed? The sweeping concept of repressed memories has been debunked, Kellen. Ask yourself how the rational brain defends itself from the unthinkable. In philosophy, they call it a tautology.
4: What happens when an irresistible force meets an immovable object? By definition, it's not possible. Same with your,
5: a thinking man encounters the unthinkable. Yet the correct answer... Philosophically speaking, to both questions, is the same, everything or nothing. What if our thinking man is beset by hyperthermia? What if he's not an able-bodied man at all, but a traumatized and terrified 12-year-old boy? Where does he hide in nothingness? In a fugue state. Once the mind finds a satisfactory refuge, it doesn't tend to seek another. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Colloquially, yes. It's possible that you unconsciously embraced what worked before. Very different originating circumstances can produce the same psychological result.
4: So how are you going to liberate my memories, Doc? Hypnosis? electroshock group therapy herbal enema primal
5: screaming let's start with sensory stimulus close your eyes Kellen. and we do in the mind's eye stick again please close your eyes all right it's your show now hold out your hand palm up if you put your dick in my hand doc i'll rip it right out of your crotch I accept that your crassness is merely a form of deflection, Kellen. It doesn't wound me. I get you, Doc. Sticks and stones. But the threat still stands.
2: Hey, what the fuck is that? An ice cube? Hello, friend. This is Neil Helliger's host of Adrenaline Realms Thriller channel. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit more about the Greenlight app. And this message is, of course, sponsored by Greenlight, but I was using, our family was using the Greenlight app uh, even before the first ad in a wonderful, thrilling cosmic coincidence, right? See what I did there? So, again, to catch you up, Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Basically, the way it works is that parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving. And you can see exactly how much money they have in their account, and there's different ways to give them money. What we've been doing is like a weekly allowance, a certain amount that goes into his account every week. So in order to further the conversation about money and about earning, uh, we're using Greenlight as a kind of a foundation for that conversation. Uh, In other words, instead of just the allowance he gets for certain base things that he's expected to do around the house, uh, we are also adding the chore feature, which is certain one-time payments for certain one-time jobs. For example, in our house, we're trying to encourage our son to start walking the dog more. He's old enough for it, he's responsible enough for it, and he's done it enough that he knows what to do, so he can really see that for all those extra times that he steps up and does the dog walk he gets rewarded for that job well done and this is the conversation in life when you work a little extra harder you get a little extra compensation and you can either save that up or spend it how you like and we're not alone in this millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. it's a very easy and very convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and for families to navigate life together So sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash adrenaline. That's greenlight.com slash adrenaline to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash adrenaline. Slash slash. Slash slash. So thrilling, right?
1: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it.
4: And how he rose from nothing to become New York's king of the egg cream.
1: So, if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Rucker! Wakey wakey! What the fuck? What'd you do that for? <laughs> Gold water works wonders, better than smelling salts. Who the hell are you? Wake up service. We try to personalize the visitor's experience here at the Salton Sea Motor Court Motel. How did you get in here? Door was unlocked. If this is 20 questions, you've used up three already. Now, are you going to get up and get dressed so we can get out of here? Oh, Jesus, man, you smell like a brewery. Better take a shower first. If you don't get out of my room right now, I'm calling security. <laughs> This dump can't afford security. The office will send over a minimum wage motel maid who doesn't speak a word of English. She'll hand you more cheap towels and a mint, and that's about it. Then I'll call the cops. That's the last thing you're going to want to do, Rucker. Under the circumstances. How do you know my name? What circumstances? This here, brother? Put that down. Hmm. It's got writing on it. That's the case file number. Brings it home, don't it? Seen as yellowed shin bone all stained with bird shit. No wonder you went on a bender. Hand it over. You ever look closely at a skull? They've got all these squiggly lines etched in the bone. Looks like loopy cursive handwriting. You ever see that? A nurse once told me these are called sutures which are anatomical lines where the bony plates of the skull fit together. Only thing is, on no two skulls are the lines exactly the same, as individuals, as snowflakes to the naked eye. A nun I spoke to told me something else, that they weren't sutures at all, but the handwriting of God that your fate was inscribed in the bone before you were born. But you'd never be privy to it, because to read God's word would require you to be dead. Or, at least, scalped. This started out bad, and it's getting worse. (laughs) You called me, Boyle. I don't even know who you are. You got the yellow pages open right here to my ad in the phone book. That's me, see? Good likeness, except for the... Double chin. Had to be the way I was sitting.
4: Frank Lyles, private investigator, Salton C. Investigations.
6: You're a P.I.? Like Sam Spade? Duly licensed in the state of California for the last ten years. Ex-military, retired LAPD homicide division, with a current carried concealed weapons permit. And a hell of a lot of street experience. And I called you? Left a message on my answering machine. Said you wanted to hire me. Said you'd pay my retainer in cash. Hire you? I've been working your brother's abduction case pro bono for your folks. I'd be the man to call. But I didn't know that. Oh, now you do. Why aren't you bunking at your parents anyway? Please leave. (laughs) Not without you in my passenger seat, Rucker. Why? Why in the hell would I leave with you? Oh. Because in about ten minutes this place is gonna explode. Faulty gas line in the kitchen. Old building. Shoddy maintenance. Bound to happen one day. Uh, but don't worry about casualties. You're the only guest. Broker. Stan. The owners over at the bank. And Sol Dad. The maid is down the street at the laundromat. Property damage only. And the place is insured. Not for much. Seen as this is Salton Sea. You're confessing to attempted arson. No. I'm getting rid of evidence for my client. You! Ever wonder why crooks torch a stolen car when they're done with it? Not necessarily because they've got a mean streak a mile wide. Because if they don't, the tiniest shred of DNA will point straight to them. Better to obliterate than to conceal. That's my motto. Evidence of what? You know this skirt, right? Skirt? Don't call her that. This is a
4: Polaroid. You have a Polaroid camera? No one has a Polaroid anymore. How do you even get film stock for it? You know her? Her name is Jill.
6: I don't know her surname. What time did she leave here last night? If I collect swabs of all these bodily fluids, will any belong to the skirt, the lady in question? or were you just going to town on yourself like a monkey in the zoo Is she sleeping She's dead strangled dumped on Bone Beach sometime after midnight Security guard found her at 4 this morning called me first as a favor Cops swarmed the beach not long after no panties evidence of recent sexual activity that would be you i assume When they run the DNA, they're going to find a familial match to a 12-year-old victim in their files? I didn't kill her. How do you know if you did or didn't, seeing as you were drunk, out of your mind? I... (sighs) This is an alcohol-induced nightmare, right? I'm not awake. This isn't happening. You're not real. (laughs) I'm as real as a heart attack, son. Tick-tock, clock is ticking, get dressed!
4: You got any Xanax on you?
6: Oh, I gotta go to the cops. Uh, not until you're completely sober, you're not. Even the thick plod salt and CPD will eat a befuddled suspect like you for breakfast. I didn't kill her. But did you fuck her? They got a backlog on DNA swabs out here. Gotta send the samples to LA for processing. That gives you a window before you're identified. A small window, but one you might be able to wiggle through. I passed out. I didn't even know she left. Grab your bags and let's go. We can talk on the road. First though, we'll stop at the ATM so as you can withdraw my retainer. After that, my rate is 500 a day plus expenses. Welcome home, Rucker. Wait up.
0: Greetings from Salton Sea is created by Cassandra Wells and Charlie Rendazzo. Written by Cassandra Wells. Directed by Charlie Rendazzo. Produced by Fred Greenhalge and Marco Palmieri. Executive produced by Cassandra Wells, Daniel Kamen, Molly Barton, and Julian Yap. Performed by Daniel Kamen, Tom Bayer, Jeff Blumberg, Marta Cross, Harry Gawillum, Jackson Gawillum, Mark Irvingson, Charlie Rendazzo. Time Winters and Tracy Winters. Post-production producer, Daniel Kamen. Sound design and editing by Charlie Randazzo. Music by Quiet on the Set. Additional cover art by Heather Mason. Production manager, Devin Shepard. Production coordinator, Angela Yee. Executive in charge for Realm, Mary Asadolahi. You're listening to Adrenaline, Greetings from Salton Sea. Created and produced by Realm, your portal to another world. Adrenaline is produced by Nicole Kreuter and Caitlin West. Associate produced by Devin Shepard. Executive produced by Molly Barton and Julian Yap. Hosted by Neil Helligers. Audio editing by Angela Yee. Original theme by Marcus Bagala, Original cover art by Kendall Thomas. Find more shows like Adrenaline by following Realm on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at realm.fm.